Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them how and why they started doing what they're doing, so that you can find your dreams out too. Today, we're with Miss Joy Martini, and she's been a counselor for four or five years, so let's dive right in. So, I'm with Joy Martini today, and we she has five years Five years. experience, yep. and she's ready to share with us today, so... Uh, Joy, why don't you go ahead and fill in the gaps that uh, I missed out? Okay, so filling in the gaps. Um, let's see. I went back to grad school when I was 45, mm -hmm. and I got my degree, got my master's in social work, and then I started my clinical practice um, right after that and been practicing ever since. Okay, so Joy, how and why did you become a counselor? So I felt like different parts of my life kind of led me to this point um, around constantly being involved with kids of different ages and feeling like I could make an impact, but I just couldn't figure out where. Like I didn't really want to be a teacher because I didn't see myself in a classroom. Um, you know, so I eventually got in touch with a group of clinicians that were already practicing and they were starting a camp for kids on the autistic spectrum. So I went and worked for that camp and found that really rewarding. And then that also pulled in like a wraparound after school program that was dealing with all kinds of kids that then had sort of social emotional issues. And from there, that's when I decided that I really needed to go back and get some additional training and that I wanted to do something in that area. Okay, so you, you said that you didn't even start your counseling, your, your true passion until you were 45. So how long did it really take for you? Like what was... What was your process like um, throughout the years that uh, really made you be like, okay, I really want to be a counselor? Like, what was what was the, your past like? Well, I think I listened a lot to what other people told me they thought I should do. And, you know, because I had, like, I was able to connect with people and I had a good personality. And from that, when I was in college and growing up, people were like, oh, you should be in sales. Like, you can connect with people. You can sell people anything. And so I listened to that. And then, but I was never really happy. Like I could do it, but it wasn't just really satisfying. And I felt like at the end of the day, I wasn't really leaving my mark anywhere. And so it left me a little bit empty in terms of what I wanted to do. And then, you know, my parents were divorced and, you know, all that kind of like family stuff when growing up. So there was all kinds of just historical issues probably around my own family and how I grew up that probably connected me with some of the people that I work with today. So you you feel more of a connection as of um, to that person that you um, that you're reaching out helping to. So you, I, I, what I'm hearing uh, from you is that you're trying to be that person that you needed when you were younger. Kind of, yeah. So, what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you had that maybe matriculated into you becoming who you are today? Childhood hobbies or things that I had. Um. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Like, I think I used to connect a lot. Like, I loved animals as a kid, and I still love animals now. And looking back on it, like, I probably felt like I could trust sort of the connection that you have with an animal much more than I could maybe trust the connection with an adult. So I was always rescuing animals. I rode horses. Like, I had dogs and cats, and I was always super connected to other people's animals. And I think maybe in a way of like knowing I could trust that relationship, maybe more than I could trust the other ones that I had in my life. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, really. I, you know, I've never heard that one before. Um, but do you think that really, so do you think it really happened all of a sudden or do you think that really just led up to it? No, I think everything in your life kind of leads you to a certain path, you know, and yeah, whether it's clear, we, I don't think it's clear for a long, long time where you think you're heading, but I think you have to trust the process and know that like everything sort of happens for a little bit of a reason and you just sometimes have to give yourself into it and make the best of the situation and learn from it, even if it's some might turn out not great. But how can I take something away from that and keep going? That's that's a very good point. <laughs> Joy, so you're a consultant or not a consultant, but a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, what's an average day like for you? Um, every day is a little bit different, you know, and that's part of what I really enjoy when what I do, like, I, some days I can be here at eight in the morning working with families or with, you know, adults. Um, most of the time I'm here till seven o'clock at night. And then throughout the day, you know, I might get an hour break here or there, but I always feel like I'm helping somebody with something, whether it's something that's small. And in that moment where they're just feeling distressed or anxious, or they just need somebody to kind of understand or whether it's a bigger issue that, that we've been working on for a long time, like trying to reconcile, I don't know, like what's been going on with their parents or other relationships that are hard. Um, so a typical day, there kind of isn't one because it changes all the time. And that's what I love about what I do, because I know that every week, every Monday morning, something else is going to challenge me that week that hasn't come up before. Okay, so what do you enjoy least about your job? How much I have to sit. How much you have to sit? I have to sit in a chair a lot, and that drives me crazy. So, yeah. Well, if I could do therapy and like walk around, or like I'm not really on a treadmill, but like if you could go outside, and sometimes I do do that. I'll take clients outside on really nice days and be like, let's go outside and walk. Um, that's I really enjoy that I get to do that sometimes as well because people, some clients talk more when they're outside, and it's a less formal environment. They feel less anxious. But yeah, I don't like that I have to sit all the time. That's, um, now, I've interviewed two people so far, but out of all of them, that is probably like the least <laughs> tragic, uh, yeah, no, least it's that, if, thing. Yeah, no, if know? that's my only problem, yeah, then exactly. I'm doing pretty good. Okay, so what do you enjoy the most? Just meeting people and understanding people and sort of empathizing and connecting on a level and also feeling like people trust me, you know, um, it's all about the relationship and and feeling like I can help people change their life in some small way. Because I know it's not going to be a big way, but if I can change it in a small way, that's really what I can do. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Um, now, you did, before you, you said you were in sales, kind of. Mm-hmm. So do you think, you know, now that you are consulting, um, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career or was it just something that you can just push it aside and, uh, you know, work your way through once you get there? I think when you figure out what you want, that's when it matters because I don't, and I'm not a firm believer in grades, but I know you have to get them to be able to perform to a certain level and have, and be accepted through academics if that's your path, you know? So in grad school, you pretty much, you have to get A's and B's. You know, so where I worked really hard in grad school, but I felt really smart 
too at the same time because I was really trying hard to get something that was important to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if in prior educational environments or experiences that it was that important. You know, so I knew I needed an education to do what I wanted to do because it's, you, you can't, you can't not take this seriously because mm -hmm. you're messing with people's lives. So knowing how important it was and what I wanted to do, I, I learned because I wanted to get something out of it, but I also think I had to get the grades to be able to get through. Okay. So, so grades are important, but I think it, it's important that you're doing something that you want to do. I think they matter when it matters to you. Okay, but do you, um, I mean, you were talking about how you felt a little smarter as you were going through the um, phases of school. Um, when it comes to, like, schooling that towards counseling, do you think that um, the curriculum really helped you um, get to the point where you are today? Or is it a wishy-washy? No, I think it definitely helped. Definitely helped? Absolutely. Okay, so what are the what are some of the courses that um, some people can take? Or is it just like a normal uh, course in college or... I mean, there are a lot of courses in college that could lead you up to, you know, a profession in social work or as a clinician, you know, it's psychology, it's human behavior. Um, you're looking at research methods and that kind of stuff. Cause a lot of times it requires a certain amount of knowledge around, not that you want to do research, but understanding what the research is that's backing sort of the theories. Um, there's a lot of theory around communication, um, yeah. So it's, yeah, classes were important okay. for sure. Uh, what now there are a lot of listeners out there who are pretty much 17 through 25 who are trying to figure it out right now. What is one piece of advice that you could give them for that person who actually out there wants to be a counselor in the next five years? I mean, I would say find people that you connect to find something that connects to your story and your history and how you can use that to impact other people and help them. Because we all have a place that we've come from. And if we can take that and translate that and help somebody else sort of with some challenges that might be similar, then I think it's a great place to be. And it feels amazing when you know that you can help people do that. Okay, so what's next for you? What's next for me? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I got to I gotta figure that out. Yeah. But. I'm, I'm not sure. I think, you know, you're constantly looking for the next phase and the next step. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know, but maybe stay tuned. You have to invite me back and I'll give you an update in a couple of years. Of course. Um, <laughs> now you see guys, she has her passionate job and she hasn't even really, she doesn't even know where the next five years will, might lead her. So it's not just you guys out there. It's, um, everybody's going through it. Um, now I'd like to thank Joy. Uh, she really just, this was a surprise. So this is, um, I didn't even warn her before I came here. So, um, go ahead and follow us at YI Network on all social media platforms. And, uh, if you have a passion about your job and want to share, uh, your passion, go ahead and email me at why I'm passionate at gmail.com. And thank you for listening guys. Have a good one.